is the Faces at the Window, a show that insists you ask permission before you exhale. Day two. Hello, I'm here to be killed. I beg your pardon? Uh, this is exit, isn't it? Yes, but... Uh, uh, how much is it? You can't simply come in. There are procedures. It takes months. What are you into? Into? You name it, you can have it. Let's just waive all the paperwork. No. I, we help people who are desperately ill and have resolved to end their own lives with dignity. How's what I want any different? Well, if you were desperately ill, Mr... Oh, Waxflatter. Uh, Mr. Waxflatter, you will be brought in on a stretcher with a morphine drip in your veins and... Why is your hair wet? Oh, I was at the water park. Well, come on. Why do you have to be at death's door before you decide to do the honourable thing? You're at the water park? <laughs> Why did you want to kill yourself at the water park? I didn't want to kill myself at the water park. Not with the kids enjoying themselves. It ruined their day. Look... Do you want me to arrange for you to see someone? A psychiatrist, perhaps? Doctor, I've made up my mind, and if you wouldn't mind getting a move on, my wife's not double yellow and she'll kick up a stink if a gendarme gives her a ticket. You've brought your wife here. She's waiting outside? Yes, and the kids are a bit keen to get back on the water slide. You left the water park with your family to come to a building where assisted suicides are carried out? This is unbelievable. It's all right. They've got all-day passes. They can get back in later. I should have just got the three-hour pass if I'd known. Waste of money. Mr. Vaxflatter, you have not only brought your wife and children away from a fun afternoon, but you have them to wait here for you while you die? Hang on. Annie! Dr. Freud is dragging his feet. I'll tell you what, you go back to the shoots and I'll send a message to let you know how I got on. Ah! <laughs> Darling, please get back in the car. Stop this madness. The kids are hysterical. <laughs> and I love you. There's so much to live for. I love you too, but we both know that there isn't anything to live for. Oh. We've discussed it. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, give Thomas Cook a bell, would you, and check that our travel insurance covers shifting my corpse home. Cheers, love! Ah! Right, where were we? Why don't you tell me what's been happening in your life? How have you reached this decision, and why so calm? I think I've reached this decision lightly, but I'm calm because I feel fine. I enjoy life, but realise it's ultimately pointless. I've got a beautiful wife, three happy kids who loved her dad, Good job as editor of Astronomy Monthly, and I have a wide circle. Ah, oh. there we have it. Another astronomer. What? You aren't the first astronomer we've had in here, you know. You've been looking at the sky too much. <gasps> That's it. Oh, I'm so glad you understand. It's all pointless. From a smallest act of humanity's grandest endeavors. The clothes we wear, the cars we drive, the unimportant furrow, our tidy existence wears out in the fabric of space-time. These things to which we attach such importance will one day be engulfed in a ball of fire that will eradicate all traces of human achievement forever. Only Voyager will continue its lonely peregrinations, endlessly searching for life. To share with you, the civilization of Earth, crackily 78. Stop looking at the universe! That's what I said to Brian May after his Halle Bob freakout. 
Now pull yourself together. Creation and enlightenment is a force of our species. God has given us the power and ability to look beyond our horizons and touch the infinite. So, you're going to bloody well knuckle down and carry on as if you saw nothing! Here's a leaflet. Uh, Carol, who's next, please? <laughs> Professor Brian Cox! With wet hair. The Faces at the Window.com